Hello and welcome to Crosstalk with your hosts, Martha Lee and Anna May, a podcast dedicated to encouraging and pointing people to Christ, provoke you to find your calling in the Lord, brought to you by Cornerstone Ministries New Life Church. So join us on a journey to reaching the world for Christ, starting in our own backyard. So sit back, we hope you enjoy the podcast, and we pray it encourages and blesses you. Hello and welcome to Crosstalk. We're continuing our series titled, How We Got Here. We will have some testimonies that are sure to encourage you. Today we would like to welcome Billy Reed. I'm glad to be here today and give my testimony and uh, just speak to the people out there. I hope that will encourage them and uh, help them to uh, get closer to the Lord. That's the whole objective of it is to bring you closer to God and let you know what the Lord's done for us. Yes. Because there was a point in our lives where none of us was really saved at one point. Amen. But then the Lord moved on the earth just like he did when he created light and when he created everything. It seemed like he moved when all our people the same way. That's it. And it was either English, Scotch, or whatever, Irish. It didn't matter. It could have been people in the East or it could have been people in the West. That's right. But it, we all got saved. Amen. At one time, and it was just like the Lord had his hand just blowing the breath of uh, the Holy Spirit across the country to get us all saved. Because people that didn't even speak to one another and hadn't for years, and then all of a sudden they got saved and run to one another and started talking and hugging one another. Amen. And that's only the Holy Spirit that can do that. You know, mankind and man's heart isn't shaped that way. We want to hold grudges and we want to be self. We love our pride. And what's happened when the move of God came back in the 70s, it seemed like the Lord was moving on all of us, but on our hearts. And over the years, what happened, and I'm blaming the older ones now because a lot of the youngers wasn't involved. And what I'm talking about That's in the right. 70s, they weren't even born. So Amen. it falls on our laps because it's like we're asleep in Zion. We've lost our first love and we're not running to everybody now like we used yeah. to. And we're not witnessing like we used to do because it seems like we've got gospel hardened. And we've kind of backed away. Amen. And I imagine that's what happens in the household. See, I can't witness to my kids about drink if I'm standing with a drink in my hand. That's right. I can't witness to my kids about smoking if I've got a cigarette. So I think, and what I found later, like at first when I got saved, I used to talk about the Lord all the time and everybody that you would see. You would. But then later in years, I found that if the people sees Christ in your life, you don't even have to open your mouth. Yes. And if they see it in you, it's more important. If they see it in your actions and who you are and your working ability and your 
everyday life. You don't have to say, are you saved? The people's going to end up wanting what you have. Amen. And I think that's the greatest way at all, because there's an awful lot of people today that talks and gives you scriptures that truthfully you wouldn't lay your wallet down. In front of them. But it's chapter and verse, and they'll give you all these scriptures, and your head spinning with it. But truthfully, they're not living it. So, what good is it? And then they become, like Charlie said today in the church, the Pharisees who studied the Bible and they wanted to do this, but they didn't do them an ounce of good. We're still working on John 3.16. I don't need a deeper meaning. I just need what I already know. If I can just apply that part of it in my life, just live it, then Amen. I'll be in good shape, you know, Amen. and I'll be a lot better shape than I am today, truthfully, you know. Do you remember um, when and where? Could you share a little of that with us when you got saved and where? I was uh, in Paramount Baptist Church, Brother Shad Road, in Amarillo, Texas. That's good. And, uh, we walked into the church. There was a bunch of us there. And I went in after the passage. And he did his message. And I recognized who I was. And I think I seen myself for the first time. Like God Amen. saw me. Amen. And I went down to the altar. And the man that walked out of the church was a different man. And walked in. Praise Amen. God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 I thank him for it. Amen. And that was back in 76, I think. 76. That 70s move. That was in Amarillo, Texas. That was good, Billy. That was good. Do you remember the first person you witnessed to or brought to the Lord? You know, I really can't remember the first one, no, because it seemed like everybody that we run into mm-hmm. started witnessing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, gas stations and restaurants and right. stores and garages. It just seemed like we was talking about the Lord. All day long, you know, and yet there was a lot of people that come to the Lord through us. And truthfully, you know, there was one incident that I remember after we were saved for a while, and we was going to a funeral, and uh, we was talking about the Lord, and we all had our Bibles and everything. And uh, this, this young man, big, big, big man, and he played for the football for the Denver Broncos. And he started talking to us. He said, you guys are Christians. And I said, yeah. And he tells me that he's going to Pittsburgh because he done damaged his leg or something. He had to have it operated on. And I said, well, we'll pray for you. And he said, would you do that? I said, do you know the Lord? He said, no, really, I don't. He said, well, I said, do you want us to pray for you? And we'll have to pray for you. He said, yes. And just then, the, the, he said, we're... Sit down because we was landing, you know. Well, I said, when the plane lands, we'll pray for you. And it shows you how the devil works. We got down off the plane, all of us. And we were in the runway going to ground transportation. And this big man, Bobby's he was holding his hand, was saying the center of prayer room. And the three stewardess walked by and went, what are they doing? Trying to get you religious? And busted it laughing. And I said to myself, this is the, the screw tape letters. This is how mm-hmm. the, the, the devil works, you know. Mm-hmm. But when I looked at the man, young man, he never even lifted his head. 
never even acknowledged them. Amen. And you could hear them laughing all the way down the hall. And I thought to myself, how easy it is when the God's work's being done that the devil never gives up. He never gives yeah. up. No. Never. I wonder who's laughing last now. I wonder mm -hmm. who is. Yeah. Would you like to ask the next question, Bill? Do you have something you'd like to ask? Oh, me and Billy goes back a long way. I remember when we was wild and woolly and full of fleas running up down <laughs> the country. But at the same time, 76 is when I came to the Lord in Houston, Texas, at the revival that time. And just like Billy was saying, I seen the same exact thing happen with us. The spirit was really moving like it was at the beginning. He said it moved over the deep because we were in deep, deep trouble. And I remember seeing Billy after we were both come to the Lord and got our sins washed in the blood of the Lamb. And I seen a different man when I seen Billy. Mm -hmm. I seen something that gave me strength and made me feel stronger to want to go and witness to more people yeah. and do more things for the Lord. Amen, Billy? Yeah. Yeah, that's it. That seems to be gone now. You know, it's more private or whatever, you know. But just as a, a word of encouragement for the older ones and the mothers and fathers and that there. Because I remember, truthfully, and I don't want to go too far, but I mean, the mothers and fathers are in short order to see the church can't raise people's children. That's right. Absolutely. It's up to the mothers and fathers and what they learn and what they see and how they dress and, and how they act and that there. That's all up to the mothers and fathers, you know. That's right. And uh, they've got to do their very best Amen. because they all won't always be little children. Someday they'll be adults. You know, yeah, that's it. That's it. Keep them from trouble. The yeah. point you made about the man on the airplane, mm -hmm. how when you were bringing them to the Lord and doing, they laughed. Well, that's what happens with our kids. If we don't keep on top of them, the world's going to laugh and make them feel foolish. You know, so that was a good scenario that you gave earlier, that story. Yeah. That was a good example. Yeah. What about the Vegas or LA revivals, um, Billy? Do you remember? Yeah, it was part of all of them. Every one of them, we all part of them. that's 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 what it was. That that was the seventies. Mm -hmm. Just for our listeners, so they know that was the cell phone. It wasn't. Yeah, that was, we don't have a bagpiper in the background. <laughs> that would be a nice phone. touch, though. Yeah, <laughs> but back to the LA Vegas revival. That we made all three of them, and, and that's when I was telling you. It was people that hadn't spoken years and years was running across the halls, hugging one another. You don't even see that in the churches today, truthfully. And that's how I know it was the Holy Spirit, and and, and it was, everybody was moving in one direction. Yes. You know, we got control of all, all that. And we didn't know nothing. We really didn't know any Bible. We, we wasn't learned in the Bible or nothing. We couldn't find a passage in the Bible if we looked for it, you know. But it, it isn't in that. It isn't in knowing all the scriptures. It's applying them and using them. That's good. As long as you have the love of God in your life. Amen. That's yeah. right. That covers everything. And then the Bible tells you that. That love covers a multitude of sins. That's right. And that's the sins that you committed and the sins that you would commit, mm -hmm. you see. That's what it's talking about. Because when Christ went to the cross for you, 
That was the love of Christ. Amen. You know, and that come off the cross, and he give it to us through the Holy Spirit. And as long as we remain that way, you know, we, we can cover a multitude of sins. That means that you won't commit the thing. As long as you're walking in love, you don't commit these sins. That's you right. Don't, you, you guard your mouth. You guard your tongue. You got, you don't want to hurt anybody. That's right. As long as you're like, walking in the light. That's, that's right. Like the Lord is in the Lord. That's right. Amen. That's right. Would you like to add something, Anna Mae? Uh, you know, Billy, I, I want to ask you a question. You're an elder in the church, and you're for many years. I've looked up to you, yeah. Billy. Uh, so if young people want to serve God, or maybe get in the ministry or whatever, what advice would you give them? Well, I had a burden a while back for all of you. And like I said, it goes back to the mothers and fathers. If they really truly see, and they really get taught what the mothers and fathers tell them, and they can see it sincere in the mothers and fathers, we have to live it in order to Amen. tell the kids. The kids have to see it in us first Amen. And we have to, we can't allow our children to make all the decisions for us. And what's happening today, the kids tell you where to go. And they tell you how they're going to dress. And they tell you what they want. And they, the mothers and fathers no longer have control over You're the absolutely home. Right. They right. give that up. Amen. And in order, if they take, we used to get disciplined. <laughs> Yeah, here we go. That's a word that's gone today. Mm -hmm. There is no discipline. You know, we if I come in too late, I was sorry for ever doing it because it wasn't worth the nine-hour check-in that I would get. You know, and if we did something wrong, we well heard about it. And it cost us. It cost know? us. That's right. Today, I don't do that. And, and the kids is all covering the home. And it's not supposed to be that way. No. Mothers and fathers are supposed to tell the kids what to do and make sure that they do it. That's right. And it's like the mothers and fathers, I don't know what it is today, but it's like they've got no backbone. They don't want to speak up, you know, right. say this is what Absolutely. has to be done. If you're going to serve God, I want to see you in the church. I want to see the cell phone back in the truck. I want to see the red bowl in the truck. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't want to see it all in the church. Again. That's right. You're absolutely right. You know, and give the church a little reverence. Absolutely. And if that happens, then maybe we can see the kids change. The one point we never brought up, and if you've got something to share about that, is the uh, what you went through with your heart. Is there anything you'd like to tell the people about all that ordeal or how God was with you or whatever you're comfortable with? Well, truthfully, let me just say this here. If it hadn't been for my wife, I wouldn't be talking today. Because she's the one that convinced me to go to the hospital. And she's the one that drove me to the hospital. Amen. And she's the one that's been taking care of me since. She's a keeper. So, so, yeah. Amen for the girls. Too late to throw her back. <laughs> she's a keeper. She's a keeper. But let me just say this here. I, I, when I went through that, let me impress this here on the people. If you think that you're going to have like a deathbed conversion or a, or a last second, I'll come to the Lord then. That isn't happening. I knew the Lord. But when the, she pulled into the emergency ward and when the man opened the door with the wheelchair, I fell out of the truck. 
And the last thing I remember him saying is he's taking a heart attack. Well, I wasn't thinking about nothing. I wasn't looking to pray or I wasn't looking. When I tell you I was in that much pain, I couldn't breathe. But I wasn't saying the sinner's prayer. Right. And then minutes later, I was gone to the other side for two and a half minutes or two minutes. My gosh, I'm amazing. You know, and so that's that's how, how it happens. You don't get the second chance there. You already and had to be prepared. If you're not saved, you don't get saved. You can pull out there and a truck can hit you. And you can, the last thing is a truck sliding into you. You're not saying the center's prayer. So the, I press everybody to, to be saved now. Yes. Amen. And you don't have to worry about that. Today is the day of salvation. salvation. That's what the Bible Amen. teaches. You know? Amen. And anyway, I was weeks Load the whole heart out and was weeks in, in uh, intensive care. And they put a thing in me called an impala that blowed, it had a propeller and it blowed blood where the heart wasn't getting blood. And then I was there for weeks and then they took me out of there, shipped me into a rehab. And I was. Uh, Six days in the rehab, and I had a gall attack, or the gallstones, and I went into pancreatitis, and then I was took out of there in an ambulance, and then was weeks back in the hospital again. Left it with antibiotics on a drip bottle for weeks, and then. I had to get all the arteries blowed out and cleared again because I was all totally blocked, you know. And it seemed like one thing. This went on for weeks, weeks. And years ago, I had lung cancer. I had a third of my lung took out. I sound like the wee dog <laughs> with three legs and one eye, and the answer to the name. But it, it, through it, you know, the Lord had his hand on me. Amen. You know, and uh, I'm here today. Praise because God. Of him. Amen. And uh, I just, uh, I just want to thank God. Praise God. Thank God. Like you must be born again, Billy. Amen. And with that, if Billy Reed um, doesn't have anything else, do you have anything else you want to share? Or? All right. We just want to thank you, Billy. We greatly appreciate you coming Amen. here and doing this today. Amen. Our church appreciates you. We love you. Do not get rid of that man issue, but save that humanity. Thank you, Billy. We thank you, Billy. Your testimony it was extremely encouraging. Thank you. Amen. God bless. Amen. Well, that's our podcast for this week. We hope you enjoyed it and was encouraged. Please follow us on Spotify for new episodes every week. If you download the Spotify app, which is free, it makes it much easier to find us. We'll be posting the link each week on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you, and may you grow in His Word and Spirit. God bless.